Good evening, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Fantasy Book Club brought to you by Accessible World and everybody here and uh, yours truly, Julia, who is still the yeah, leader. So, well, I guess I'll start off with a book recommendation. Um, this time, I don't know if anyone will read this, but I figured I'd put it out there. It's got to be more popular than that disaster of a book I tried to get people into about the psychics. And everyone was like, yeah, we don't go there with mysteries, apparently. <laughs> this one is equally, could be equally unpopular. And I know people here don't read dystopian books. And I don't usually either, but this one was kind of interesting. It's a young adult novel called Gone and everybody over 15 just disappears and so the kids are in charge and the main character is Sam and he sort of becomes a reluctant hero, you know, the usual thing. But the thing I found the most interesting besides the usual, you know, people develop psychic powers and stuff, there's three villains. There's one called the darkness and there's this sort of monster thing and then there's just the standard fantasy bad boy villain. So I thought that was a more interesting plot than usual. I've, I have read Gone, and I oh, okay. I have downloaded Hunger, which is the next one. Right. Um, but I, I thought that was science fiction, but I could be wrong. Because, uh, well, I tend to I tend to make bigger distinctions between my <laughs> science fiction and fantasy but um you know whatever but uh yeah it was it was good i i enjoyed gone cool um, interesting premise yeah i guess that's true it has sci-fi elements but oh well <laughs> too late oh i think tony's kitty wants out <laughs> She got trapped in the room, and now she's like, bye-bye, kitty. <laughs> so who wants to go next? Well, I I think I talked about two books last time, and I kind of didn't do a very good job of either book. And so I'd, I'd like to revisit um, Wind Rider, Tales of a New World. And I forget the author, but um, it's on Bard. And it is the second in the series, which I didn't know when I picked it up. But that's okay. Um, it's fairly new, so the third one hasn't been written yet. Um, but the whole premise is the relationship between human beings and animals and the fact that human beings can have um, kind of telepathic relationships with animals and they, they sort of become their, their um, well, I wouldn't call it a symbiote, but a, um, like a partner 
there's a group that has uh, dogs, and they all have dog partners. And there's a group that has cats, uh, mountain lion-type cats, big cats. Um, and then there is a group that has horses. And um, the whole story takes place on this journey that these people are making because their, their world has been destroyed. And, uh, you know, their, their original village or whatever has been destroyed by these enemies. And um, they want to find a new place to live, a new, you know, it's one of these, let's go find a, a new world, you know, a new, better world. Um, you know, uh, so they're on this journey and the, the whole book is the story of their journey as well as the story of, of the uh, wind riders, the horse people, which is where they're going to. They want to join the horse people. And so, you know, you get, uh, it's kind of a divided story between the, the horse people and the people, well, I'd call them the dog people, uh, who are on this journey going to seek a new place to live. Um, and they're running from, you know, the big, bad, evil thing, you know, that uh, they're eventually going to have to fight in the, in the sequel, but they haven't quite got there yet. So uh, without giving you any spoilers, uh, that's all I have to say, except that I'm sorry I gave it such short shrift last time. And um, it's, it's a really good book. And um, so for that matter is the deed of Paxinarian, but um, I've talked about that in the past. So um, I'll just say I've been moonstruck again. <laughs> uh, the author is Elizabeth Moon. So I've been moonstruck again. Anyway, so that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Well, that sounds like a really good book. Only uh, wish the cat people were more in there. Well, there's one guy who's who's a major character in his cat. I know. I like cats, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish they could make mountain lions guide, guide animals. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I want a Bengal tiger. You know, nobody would bother me at all. <laughs> You know, I could go wherever I wanted. I could do whatever, I, you know, it would stop traffic so I could just cross streets and, <laughs> you know, and nobody would bother me. Um, you know, look out world, I'm coming through. <sighs> of course, nobody would talk to me either. Marshall, Phoebe? Go ahead, Phoebe. Okay. Um, well, this month I read um, The Rover. It's by Mel Odom. 
um, and that's spelled M-E-L-O-D-O-M. And um, it's more of like, a, it's really a traditional kind of Tolkien-esque fantasy. Um, it's actually, it's a lot like The Hobbit. And uh, well, the book follows um, Wick and he is, uh, he's, they're called dwellers in this book, but they're basically hobbits. And um, he is a librarian. And um, well, before the beginning of the book, like a few centuries before the beginning of the book, um, there was this uh, big war where the goblins tried to wipe out all the humans and um, elves and dwarves and uh, dwellers. And so like their the civilization was almost destroyed. Um, and so they, de uh, they decided to um, gather up all the books, like all the written history and, um, you know, pieces of art and everything and um, gather them all and put them in a secure location um, to protect them from the goblins. Um, and uh, once they uh, defeated the goblins, uh, the um, humans and elves and dwarves and you know, everyone were very, um, like, they were not in good shape. And um, basically, they decided they would uh, just keep the books um, and everything safe in that location, um, you know, for the time being, and wait for um, civilization to, uh, you know, grow before releasing all this knowledge back into the world and um so uh the book follows uh this uh one librarian and um he's very uh timid but he likes reading adventure books but he's you know afraid of you know everything in real life so uh, one day um his boss gives him a package um, and a letter to deliver. No, no, no adventures here. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's, you know, he's also, he's very, I guess, curious. Um, curiosity is definitely his weakness. But anyway, so he, he's supposed to deliver a package um, to the docks. And so, you know, he does that successfully, but he, decides to stick around and see who is coming to pick this up. And so, you know, he sees a guy that, you know, he figures out this guy is the, the one he thought that um, the package and the letter. And so he starts following this guy and he notices that um, there are some monsters also following this guy so he calls out to um, warn him and, um, you know, there's this big fight and the guy drops um, the letter uh, that Wick had delivered. And so Wick decides he's going to try and grab it before the monsters notice. 
And so he um, he runs out and grabs it, but one of the monsters uh, sees him take the letter and tries to follow him and, you know, grab the letter, I guess, or, and kill him as well. And um, what happens is Wick accidentally, well, by luck, kills this monster, um, but there are a couple of dwarves, you know, hanging around the docks that see him do it, and they think he's this great, you know, monster fighter. And um, so um, he doesn't want to, um, like, be honest about, you know, how it was all dumb luck, because he likes the attention. Um, but it turns out these dwarves are uh, pirates, and they shanghai him <laughs> they take him onto their ship because they think he's this great fighter and he's gonna you know be a good pirate with them um but you know and yeah so he gets taken onto this ship and uh i guess the the plot is basically him trying to get home again and of course along the way he has a bunch of adventures and um he learns that you know, all the books he read in the library, um, well, the world has changed a lot since those books were written. And, you know, he sees the way, you know, the world is um, in their modern day. And um, it, what happened is that because, uh, you know, all the general population didn't have any access to any like written history or you know art or you know artifacts or anything they have forgotten their history and they basically think it's all just a legend and so he's you know he's just he's trying to get home and figure out well figure things out anyway that's it and what did you say the title was? The title is The Rover. Okay. Like, I guess because he travels. Travels, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Marshall? Well, I'm reviewing the book called When the Drummer Falls. I think the author is Spencer Cope, K-O-P-E. It's on Bard. The book story takes place in probably the 1960s because there are no cell phones, you know. And the four primary characters are junior high kids who live in Gettysburg. And it starts out with them robbing the battlefield of bullets, cannonballs, using metal detectors to find them and dig them up at night. Wow. And while they're digging up these things, they happen to run into the ghost of a drummer boy. And he finally start. they and he establish communications and then it starts going into more of the details of the battle. 
or at least the ghosts, the other ghosts that are wandering around the battlefield. It's actually, according to Bard, supernatural and horror fiction. Um, but I think it's, I, I almost call it more fantasy, or I would have also called it more religion. But I can't go into more of that without turning it into a spoiler. But it has been one of the few books I've read recently that I have enjoyed thoroughly. Um, everything turns out all right in the end. There is one sad fact, which I'm not going to tell because it would kind of spoil it. But I thoroughly enjoyed the book. I particularly like, I don't know how accurate the information about the Gettysburg now or the battle is, although I recognize some of the things like uh, I've heard of some of the topological features that uh, are actually real topological features. But I found it one of the most enjoyable books I've read so far this year. Um, so I would, I highly recommend it. Um, there probably are some fairly bloody parts because these civil war battles were particularly bloody. Um, just because of the kind of weaponry they used. Uh, but everything turns out all right in the end. And I really enjoyed it. I can't say that so highly. Like I said, it's one of the best books I've read so far this year. I may even recommend it on the DB review list as one of the best books to recommend. Although, frankly, I doubt many people will pay any attention to it. But that's what I'm go I read. I it would be interesting to see if this guy has written any other books, and I may go look later tonight to see if he's written any other things. That sounds cool. Well, I thought it was very cool. Um, it's been a very it's it's nice to find the books that's enjoyable. Um, and you know, I may get it for my sister for Christmas. Well, it sounds, I'm glad that you found a book that you like. That's a great thing. Oh, that reminds me. i got to send out the reminder about the mystery group. Um, okay. Thanks for reminding yeah. me. Um, well, I use my calendar, too. Oh. Uh, in fact, I use both a calendar and alarm because I've fallen asleep 
and miss the mystery book club because once I'm asleep, I don't wake up. <coughs> I've done that. I have done that, you know, and it's like, oh, God. <laughs> you know. Oh, well, anyway. Well, it sounds like we had a nice collection of books this time. Um, our next meeting is on the 22nd, just in case anybody wants to know. If it's is, that anywhere, is that anywhere near close to Memorial Day? Yeah, it's Tuesday oh. before. Oh, Wednesday before. Yeah, sorry, Wednesday before. <laughs> um, now, this is the fourth Wednesday, correct, that we're looking for? Right. Okay, yeah. So once eighth, fifteenth, twenty second. Okay, because there are five Wednesdays in May. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm sitting here looking at my handy dandy Braille calendar from the Xavier. Yep. <laughs> I love that thing because it's so nice and small, and it just sits on my desk here, and I can pick it up and look, you know, at whatever I need to look at. Yeah, you should have a T-shirt advertising them. <laughs> well, whatever. Anyway, so well, I guess that's all, folks. We always have such short meetings because we just roll through the books, and sometimes we have two. But you know, I'm not going to ask everyone to read two books a month. <laughs> no. Besides, I would say no, because at the moment, as I told yeah. you, I'm moonstruck. So, you know, right. <laughs> I, I have however many hours to go with on this <laughs> trilogy. So um, I, I'm going to stick with it. But, you know, maybe after that. And then, well, don't ask me to do anything at the first half of July. Because um, I'm going to be busy. Anybody going to the ACB convention? In July? I'm planning on going, but I have to, I don't, I mean, can't seem to find anyone to room with me, and those rooms are probably expensive. Uh, they're $89 a night. Oh, okay. Um, so if you get yourself a roommate, what you could do is uh, contact the convention people and ask if they know of anyone who's looking for a roommate. In which case, you would be out uh, 44.50 a night. Right. Oh, you know, I didn't even think of that. Okay. I guess I'll call whoever tomorrow. It's got to be a number on the website somewhere. Yeah, I think so. Cool. Because you're there. Yes, I will be there. Um, I'm on the host committee for my sins. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> anyway, uh, and I've been trying to to uh, round up clergy for all these invocations and stuff that we need. But and I'm having mostly good luck, but, you know, there's a couple of things that are still not quite organized yet, but they'll get there. So, anyway. Well, if there's nothing else, I'm going to go off and uh, 
see if I can't get some some sleep. Yeah, and oh yeah, it's nine thirty here now. Speaking of books, did you notice that there's another one that they released another cat in the stacks? Yes, and I've also read it. Okay, I got it down. It's on. It's in my. Victor yep, I, I went. I went and read it, and it's very cute. I like it. You know, you have to read books like that every once in a while. They're to a total and complete fluff. <laughs> and, you know, they. You know, they. They take absolutely no thought at all, and it's great. It's. It's. Uh, besides, I like the character. You know the main character. What's his name? Oh, I can only remember the cat's name. <laughs> oh, well, um, yeah, Charlie Harris. There we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, Charlie Harris and Diesel. I've even thought about trying to find a Maine Coon. <laughs> They're supposedly very good kitties. My aunt had one. She was really shy. She'd always go away whenever we came over, so I probably ever saw her. Huge cat. So, well, I'm off. Take care, everybody. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Yep. See Bye. you Sunday, probably. Maybe. Bye. Bye.